With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I really like the vest. This is insane, you guys. Yo, this is sexy. (laughs) Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the PanelsOnPages.com podcast with your host, Lee Rodriguez. At the end of the day, babies are terrible people, and I'm not sorry for saying it. Jason Nyes. Motherfucker, I won best costume. Jose Guzman. I know nothing about Firestorm, except for his hat's always burning. And Kelly Harris. Boy, love, it appears we got a penis in the mail. <laughs> I glued my fucking eyes shut! <laughs> I just want to see all these Yelp reviews of Jose's jizz. <laughs> oh, sorry, I knocked over the salt. Like you had anything better to do. What's up, gang? Today is Tuesday, October 24th, 2017, and this is episode number 398 of the com podcast, flagship title of your podcast network. Find all the back episodes at pcn.panelsonpages.com. I'm your host, the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and joining me tonight, we got Mr. Jason Eyes. Why does my nose always run when I take a dump? <laughs> Jose Guzman. I still don't know what city I'm in. <laughs> Kelly Harris. Oh, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Wonderful. And, and on loan uh, this week from the military, fuck, military <laughs> suplex, Mr. Tom Batista. What's up, Tom? Hey, how's it going, guys? Great to be here. Thanks for the introduction. It was the swab sound of motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and that lower register, it's good stuff. I'll try and talk in a higher voice, like a, uh, I don't know, like this or something, like like a Michael Jackson. Nailed it. That's right. Okay. Oh, crushed it! <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> we should do that. It's like our uh, Stone Cold episode, but the entire time we all talk in just a high voice. Oh, Shimon, that'd be, that'd be. What would blow out our voices faster, that or Stone Cold? Stone Cold. <laughs> Stone Cold. Yes, yeah, sure. I would have to go with Stone Cold as well. Yeah. Yeah, for episode number three hundred and sixteen. Uh, we did. Everyone did the entire episode on our very best Uncle Steve Austin. Uh, that was also the episode we had a guest on talking about their charity for sick kids. Timely. <laughs> <laughs> I still have that episode saved on my phone, and I have not been able to bring myself to listen to it oh, yet. Good. It's great. It's classic. <laughs> we don't have a heart. Yeah. So good. So what kind of money you raising for the youngsters, you son of a bitch? <laughs> Raising it for cancer? What? <laughs> Measles? What? You got Chicken the mumps? <laughs> the goddamn mumps? <laughs> Polio? <laughs> Diverticulitis? <laughs> HPV? <laughs> That's the worst one for sure. Full blown AIDS? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, God. Feline right, AIDS. What's going on in the fucking world? Let's see. What do I got for notes? Um, uh, oh, last week on Saturday, my lady and I went out for an anniversary date. Tomorrow we'll have been married for 14 years somehow. Oh, whoop, whoop. Wow. congratulations. congratulations. Kind of nuts. Some of the guy was like, oh, yeah, this is great. Congratulations. I go, no, it's fine. If she hasn't kicked me out by now, she never will. Yeah. So, like, we're, we're in now. You're good. You're good. Maybe. <laughs> they'll take maybe, over half of everything. Maybe Deep once. in the trenches. Maybe once both of the kids go to college, you'll have to reevaluate things. But until then, I think you're solid. Yeah, I think we're good. Yeah, we got, we got a solid, solid little time yet. Yeah. Do you yes. think if, if you guys did get divorced, would she take half of the Optimus Primes just to spite you? Oh. No. She would destroy Ooh. everything. <laughs> I would come home. There is no more Optimus. Just a just a pile of mu- just a multicolored like mound of melted plastic on the front lawn. Like that's <laughs> that's what would happen. There would be no salvaging anything. She picked like the shittiest one, <laughs> like the one like the Happy Meal McDonald's Optimus Prime. Like here, saved you one. Pose it on top of the melted pile. <laughs> she told me this is the plan, so it's okay. Oh, okay, so confirmed. Yeah, so it's like a, it's like a, it's like it's like a, a cold war, yes, of mutually assured destruction, but also we love each other very much. It's a so. yeah. nuclear deterrent. Yeah. What does she have that you'd destroy? Uh, uh, take half all of her money. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 yeah. That uh, you keep me in a lifestyle in which I'm accustomed. <laughs> that DVD box set of Full House is fucked. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> Goddamn right. We got a friend's box set too. Oh shit, son! Hmm. Look, we went. We got we got just some some pedicures, and you guys, it was fucking rad. <laughs> <laughs> I got these gnarly fucking Cro-Magnon feet. Like, like the the scales and cows of the shit on the bottom of my feet were getting caught on the mats when I was rolling. Ew! Oh. Oh, I got fucked up feet. They were not great, but I felt like I was walking on little, well, not little, like giant clouds beneath my ankles. It was delightful. Did you get your feet dipped in chocolate? No, but like a paraffin wax. Hmm. Very good. Very good. Very, very therapeutic. Then we got massages. And then we went to Maggiano's, which is like expensive Olive Garden, which is like expensive Azoli's. Like, <laughs> you know, pasta costs a dollar, right? <laughs> you know, like. You like, can't I, I have even... the. Can you have the soup salad? No. No, you can't. Maggiano's is too. Nice a place for the soup salad and breadstick challenge. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't. I will never, ever give a fuck about a meal at an Italian restaurant. Like, I've had noodles. I've had sauce. You've had it all at that point. Why am I going to pay $22 for a pasta dish? You get the fuck out of here. This is crazy. I guess it looks really nice in here. Whatever the fuck. It was, it was, she loved it. She loves a pasta meal. So it's fine. It's good. Stay the night in a hotel. And uh, we're woken at about 3 a.m. by some amateur porn stars next door. <laughs> nice. Just fucking going to town. Now, at first, like, you know, Nicole and I kind of wake up at the same time, catch with his eyes. It's like, you know what? Can't talk shit. We've been those people. We've all been those people at some point. So it's fine. No harm, no foul. But then it just keeps going. <laughs> just. And they're like banging headboards and shit, and the headboards in the rooms, mind you, are bolted to the wall. So shit is going down, like, and it just keeps going and going. And finally, like, it hits four o'clock in the morning, and I just said, "Bro, just come already, fuck!" And there was not another sound the rest of the night. Oh, that's amazing. 
Oh, Lee, you you did the thing where you took the guy's phone in the movie theater. I did. <laughs> Again, all's fair. But it was four in the fucking morning. That was yeah. inappropriate. There's a time and a place, you prick. Do you and think the- now, like, that was the moment when he so. finished? And oh. then now, forever, he will need someone to yell at him? <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, Kelly, you can only dream. <laughs> it's a sex life forever. That's amazing. Oh, I hope so. I'm having a hard time sleeping at night. I'm just gonna think about that. It's gonna soothe me to sleep. <laughs> All right, we need to. I need to hire like a a male prostitute. But why? Go on. <laughs> I need. I need. I need wow, him there to scream at me. I need him there to scream at me before we finish. He's not gonna like do anything. I just need someone to yell at me. <laughs> the the cleanness. Of Kelly saying, I need to hire a male prostitute, made Mahoney, <laughs> it made Mahoney so proud. <laughs> uh, oh, that's going to be used against me. Yeah, I, I think we've got a new intro quote for Kelly. Well, we I can't you. run for office. <laughs> <laughs> Mark it, Mahoney. But are, 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 you, are you sure? You, you see who our president is. Well, no, it's okay if I'm doing it to other people, but... I'm, but if I were to if I were to hire a male prostitute, that would make me one of them. Ah, I and gotcha. boy, half of the country would really dislike me at that point. Sure, maybe. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. Massage news is fine. Just don't be gay about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I get it. I mean, I could go to Russia and have women give me a golden shower on the bed the president used. Totally fine. And that's totally all right. <laughs> Yeah, but, but I hired he's on you and you're queer. So good. Just scream at me. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, uh, Tom, you said uh, you asked if Lee got chocolate put on his feet. Is that a thing? It actually is. And uh, unfortunately, <laughs> my girlfriend took me one day to get it done with uh, with my feet. What and are the perceived benefits of such a treatment? I don't know. It costs a lot of money. So... Fancy as fuck. Oh yeah, man. It, oh man. It you do what? Fancy. They. Uh, bring it out in a bowl and i guess they're making brownies in the back or something and they <laughs> wind up dumping it on your feet and it smells great feels kind of sticky uh, but my girlfriend was happy so yeah but like, you get like chocolate up in your foot folds that's no good you, you do no, it, it was uh it I, I definitely still felt just a tad sticky obviously they wash it and do the best they can to get it all off uh, but I felt a tad sticky uh, getting out of there. So just yeah, go have a day and... after that. That just seems like it. Let's do advice. Yeah, well, if you're not walking, I out guess it's good if you're into feet. If you're into feet, you get to suck feet, and it's a chocolate foot or vanilla. is that what it is? Like there a you go. That makes sense. I, there you I, go. Foreplay. I don't know how this started, but I tried it out. No, of no, no. You're right. That's exactly how it started. Do yeah. do one foot chocolate, one foot peanut butter. And now we're talking, huh, Jose? <laughs> I played the fifth. <laughs> Man, I cannot get into feet. No, never. Like, they're, they're just like disgusting things to me that I wish we would have like evolved away into like just single things. Like, so there's not toes, just a single foot. Well, and you just never see it, ever. You better work on that. Like a pogo stick? Yeah. yeah. Th- that's why you put them fuckers in shoes. No one's yeah. supposed to see them. You better work on that if you plan on marrying a Japanese girl, Kelly. <laughs> man's got a point. <laughs> man's got a point. Even so, no, that's gross. Uh, it just put them me? away forever. Always you, you buy know, them up nice. Yeah, you know what I'm a big fan of? 
this may sound weird, but vaginas. Yeah. Oh, dude, really? <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Wait, people are still into those things? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've heard millennials killed them. I'm a little old school. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I celebrate their entire catalog. You see, it's how... all about ears now, if you ask millennials. And, and they've been growing butts ears. weird lately. <laughs> what, is this? what is this, Deep Space Nine? What is... <laughs> Talking about ears? <laughs> Your donks. Ears are much of it. People are really into that Disney Imagineer look. (laughs) God damn it. Crushed at the gym yesterday. Uh, I sat on Twitter, and it was kind of awesome. We were fighting last night, and there was this moment where I had this, like, arm triangle cinched up on this dude, and I felt a pulse in my ear, like, pounding. I could hear a pulse pounding in my head, and I wasn't sure if it was mine or his, and that was kind of dope. And then he went to sleep. It was great. <laughs> it was awesome. And this was just like sparring. This wasn't... Right, right. Yeah. So you're putting people to sleep and sparring. Well, if you tap, you don't go to sleep. <laughs> it's a very important lesson, Kelly. That's the thing. You can get, if you get like knocked out, like put to sleep... It's fine. You wake up and it's totally nobody. It's not like getting knocked out. Like getting knocked out is a big deal. But you just fucking go to sleep for a second. Like you wake up 30 seconds later, you go, what the hell happened? You go, you got knocked out. You got, you got put to sleep. You go, oh, okay. And you hop back in. Like it's not a problem. <laughs> Sorry about this gigantic boner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, I've never been put to sleep. I've only been knocked out. I came, I've come very, very close to going out a, a few times. Like uh, and it's um, it's like a little Warner Brothers cartoon. Like the blackness comes in from the outside, and like the world gets small. Like like it just it just closes up on you, and it's like oh shit, <laughs> you gotta tap, <laughs> the lights will just fucking go out. It's crazy. Well, I mean, I do I do pass out when I go to the doctor's office because well, we've been over this. I don't we've like needles, but yeah. So like I I lose consciousness that way, but it just kind of happens, and also I'm like oh, I'm going out, and then it's black. <laughs> Yeah, no, like, 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 never someone choking me or anything. Yeah, if you get choked out, you can you can watch it happen. Like you can see the edges get dark. It's kind of fucking wild. How many times have you been knocked out, Kelly? <laughs> yeah, who uh, knocked once, you out? Once when I was a kid, I was at a birthday party. Have I never told this story? No. So I was at a birthday party. It was like oh, I want to say second or third grade. It was a soccer theme. On your ass. It was the second. It was a soccer-themed birthday party, and it was like at some kind of rec center thing. And there was like a soccer, like an indoor soccer field you could play in. And at the time, Milwaukee had an indoor soccer team called the Rampage, and they got one of the Rampage players to come and like you know hang out, <laughs> play a little scrimmage with us. And cool, right? Yeah, super elaborate. Uh, yeah, so he's we're, we're playing. I was being the... I guess I was the goalie. I normally didn't play goalie. But I don't know what happened. But I guess, like, the fucking Rampage dude forgot where he was or had a weird flashback <laughs> and just kicked the ball like he was in a legit-ass game. Oh, no. Hit me in the face, knocked me clean out. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, like, all of a sudden, I just see the ball coming at me, and then next thing I know, I'm... I'm on the ground. Everyone's standing over me. I feel like my nose is running and it's, my blood is pouring out of my nose. <laughs> Holy shit. 
<laughs> and dude just was gone. He was gone. <laughs> Never saw him again. <laughs> he was like, Rampage out! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the one time I've been knocked out. Oh god, that's amazing. There was another time in grade school when I took a ball to a face and lost a good chunk of a day from my memory, but that wasn't out. Then another time in school when I got whacked in the head with a science project because we were in my uh, my homeroom teacher in high school was leaving, and she was a science teacher, and she just had all of these. And on the like, way out, he just hit you in the head with a fucking brick. No, well, kind of, not her. She had all, she had all these like old projects, and she's like, "I'm not gonna take these with me." And they're like, "Oh, you know, like, oh, look, the solar system and all this shit." And it's like, "Ah, oh, that's cool." And I just go to her, like, you mind if me and my friends just break these over each other's heads? Because, you know, that's <laughs> we, we watch hardcore wrestling, and she's yep. like, I, I don't close the door, sure. <laughs> so we were just breaking these things over each other's heads until my friend Joey took one that was like a model of a planet and hit me with it, and it was just solid clay. Oh. And so, you know, like, when you see in boxing or UFC when a dude gets tagged and he drops, but he wasn't oh, yeah. knocked out, he just drops. Yeah. That happened to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I, pretty sure I was concussed. <laughs> I, of all of us, Kelly, I, I never expected you to be the cautionary tale. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fuck, Kelly. <laughs> I mean, don't do it at home. I, I blacked out once in a barf con- costume, but I never got <laughs> knocked out. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh last thing, um uh gearing up the whole town is gearing up and uh clinching its collective sphincter as uh the same group of dickheads that planned the rally in Charlottesville a couple months ago is planning a white lives matter rally here in town. So that's cool. Lots of uh lots of events and trick or treating events have been canceled because they want CrackerCon fucking up everything. So just real swell. Um, apparently, going to be a very large contingent of counter protests. So uh, we I'll expect some violence. Candy now. <laughs> yeah, racism has canceled Halloween this year for some. Dray the fuck up. That happened. So very cool. Well, um, I mean, think. Look at it this way. Did you see some of the shit that went went on at the University of Florida last week? No. Oh uh, well, they had Richard Spencer had a speaking engagement at the University of Florida. Oh, fucking guy! And you know the counter protesters way m- very much outweighed the actual Nazis there. And there's this great picture you can find it on my Twitter of this Nazi getting punched, and it's just the perfect moment. And there's a counter protester behind the Nazi who gets hit with the Nazi's head, so it's even better. You can hear the coconut noise oh. as the two of these guys heads and i like the guy that's punching you don't see him you just see his gigantic ass arm yeah. looking like he's mr fantastic <laughs> yeah and uh the actual uh speaking engagement was taken over by counter protesters who booed the entire time and asked richard spencer questions about like how does it feel to get punched in the face Stuff like that, so. <laughs> so, with any luck, we'll have that. But at the same time, you know, no one wants fucking riots in their town. It's, like, it's gross. Like, I heard the words Black Panthers spoken aloud today, but I'm like, that might just be some shit scared white people say. So, I'm not sure that's a real thing that's going to happen, but we'll see. 
I mean, I they, they are real. Oh, I know. But, like, would, you know, will they be at this thing? I don't know. They call it like El Dorado. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were at um, uh, Summerfest by me. Like I think it was last year or the year before. And the police just decided we need to have snipers on all these roofs just in case. Oh, that's unsettling. Yeah. Jesus. So it's going to be a real fun time. So I, for one, plan on not leaving the house Saturday. No, nope, wouldn't do that. No, 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 no point in that. I live kind of out in the country, and it's going to be fine. So it's fucking great. What's going on with you, Kelly? Uh, not much. Uh, just getting <clears throat> mad about TLC and arguing with dudes online. <laughs> hey, but that dude's verified, Kelly, so. Fucking. <laughs> God damn it, that guy. Are you talking about the John Vanguard or whoever it was. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. John Vaughn or something. Yeah, that he wound up blocking me last night because I said that he was taking so many L's on Twitter. Because <laughs> it was not only you, but it was so many other people, uh, especially whoever was running the Voices and Wrestling account. I think it was just Rob at the time. Yeah. And like, uh, yeah, he was just getting owned left and right. So he blocks me on his main page. Oh, and he then, blocked you? Yeah, he blocks me on his main page and then gets on his personal Twitter account and he's Oh man, I have more followers than you, and you live in a basement. I'm like, uh, okay, you're cool. So I just like all his posts to so give him an ego boost and go on about my day. <laughs> oh, that's a dick move. That's the best way to handle it. Yeah, because the whole thing that's been going with TLC is that Asuka finally made her main roster debut. Seriously? And- Wrestled a very lackluster match against Emma. Well, you also does that mean that the that the injury was real then? No, I don't think the injury. I don't think it was. Okay, because she was like at the time at the taping, she was like raising her arm, which you probably wouldn't do if you busted your collarbone or whatever it was. Right. But yeah, so she makes her debut and wrestles a very 50-50 match with Emma, which I might actually say Emma dominated more of it than Asuka did. And it did nothing to make Asuka look like a dominant wrestler coming up from NXT, having the greatest win streak in WWE history in the past 25 years. Yeah, one of the most dominant superstars in WWE history, male or female. So people can't get it through their fucking heads that it's fine if she would have come out there and beat Emma in a minute. It wouldn't have mattered because Emma's a goddamn jobber and we don't (laughs) need to protect her. (laughs) So I I was going on about this. I don't even know who she is. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Emma is the girl that they gave her a whole new gimmick of Emmalina where it was pretty much just, look, she's trying to be pretty, which she is a very pretty lady. Yes. And it's like, but here, now she's in bikinis and stuff. And there was like, oh, God, like a f- 16 weeks of these promos. Only for her to come out and say, ah, I'm not doing this. And then walk <laughs> to the back. And I guarantee you, it was just that Vince thought it was funny that we would think she's pretty. Because that's <laughs> Vince McMahon for you. So a cursory Google image search reveals that this girl is, in fact, quite pretty yes 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 so but she never wins as i told fucking john vaughn or whatever the fuck his name is (laughs) he's like oh she 
<laughs> she's like, she's not a jobber. She won two matches. And I was like, yeah, she's 5-59 and 59 for the year or something like that. And it was like, oh, if you look at everyone's uh, win-loss record, it makes everyone look like a jobber. Oh, I think I saw some of this. <laughs> and that's when everyone fucking jumped on this guy and was like, no, that's just wrong. <laughs> and that's when I chimed in as well and was <laughs> blocked. <laughs> On one like, hand, it, I was thinking about it, and it's like, she's coming up from NXT, which is still considered developmental. So, compared to the current main roster superstars, maybe you want to show her climbing that hill a little bit. You don't want her to just to burn through the entire roster. But then again, Finn Balor debuted and immediately won the Universal title, so that yeah. logic goes out the window. But really, I think what we saw is this is what Vince thinks of NXT because Hunter wasn't there to try and convince him otherwise. Mm -hmm. He was in uh, South America working the annex, uh, working the SmackDown house shows. Yeah, twerking because, with the New Day. Yeah, yeah, twerking with New Day. And meanwhile, Vince has full control for the first time in a couple months. And oh boy, was TLC ever a Vince McMahon special. <laughs> That's really interesting. Because, huh. goddamn, that last main event, that the main event was everything that Vince thinks sports entertainment is. Sports entertainment as fuck. You got Braun Strowman being put in a trash can, trash uh, compactor and being murdered. <laughs> what? No yeah. lie, like, you say sports entertainment, but for real, like, that shit was entertaining. <laughs> I was entertained. It was definitely I was just, unique and kept my interest. I was just befuddled by all of it. Because it <laughs> so much of it was just guys like meandering around, going from one place to the other, and it didn't really feel like they knew what they were doing at times. Well, and to be fair, they did have to make a last-minute change because yeah. Roman Reigns uh, got mono. <laughs> and Kurt Angle's there looking like... Dana Ambrose and Seth Rollins' dad. Yeah, I love that tweet from you, Kelly. It was amazing. <laughs> he did, too. He he was so happy to be dressed up as the Shield. He and, was! <laughs> and that's why I let off the episode tonight with, I really like the vest. <laughs> <laughs> he just looked so psyched to be hanging out with his boys. <laughs> My sons have finally let me come to their soccer game. <laughs> And then, you know, of course, Kane has to be in the match, because why not? That still doesn't really make any sense, except to set up a feud between him and Braun. Or, well, originally it was supposed to be him and Roman. Was it? Well, because he, he cost Roman the match on Raw. And I'm I, thinking it was still going to be to set up him and Braun no well, matter what. I, I read a rumor that it was to set up a Roman-Kane feud because Kane was pissed at Roman for retiring The Undertaker. That just sounds oh, bad. That sounds so bad. You killed my brother. <laughs> you dirty rat. You killed my brother. <laughs> I also loved in the main event how Dean Ambrose was incapable of falling through a table. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Twice they put, tried to put him through a table, and both times it flipped out from under him, and he just landed on the ground. Yeah. That second time did not look it like it felt good. No, that one looked like it hurt bad. Better break out the ketchup and mustard cart. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be wacky again. What a wap, 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 wap. 
trying to think if anything else on that show upset me. It, I remember it, I didn't rate things very highly. Who, who's who's the champs now? Has Brock Lesnar. He's not on the show. Still, still the champ, Brock. Yes, and he's going to fight uh, fucking Jinder. Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal at Survivor Series in a champion versus champion match. And I'm really thinking Jinder's going to win. <laughs> I said if if Brock lays down for Jinder, I will eat $100 worth of Jimmy John's. <laughs> that is so weird. I, I really think Jinder's going to win. I can't understand. Well, he's not fighting John Jones anymore. <laughs> no, that's not happening. No, his bargaining oh. chip is gone. <laughs> That that's really good. I just think Thanks, it's so Jonathan. funny because this whole the whole TLC main event angle was one of the hottest things going on Raw for the past couple of weeks, and the whole Shield reunion. They finally got people to cheer Roman Reigns again, and what does he do? He goes and gets the mumps <laughs> <laughs> and just fucks it all up. Damn it, Bray! Y'all shouldn't have been kissing backstage. Bray Wyatt be giving the mumps out now? That's his thing? I bet you JoJo gave Bray the mumps, and then Bray gave Roman Reigns the mumps. So he does that upside-down thing, and then you got the mumps. Well, JoJo was... She was cleared, but they still sent her home as precaution. So she doesn't have the mumps. So mumps and meningitis, that's the same thing? I don't know. I guess people were saying it was meningitis, but then it flipped to mumps. I've just been saying mumps because Kelly's been saying mumps, and I think it's funny. (laughs) Yeah, Mom sounds so scandalous. I like it. <laughs> so Bray and Bo What's were wrong? both in the hospital for the mumps. I know that. And I think Roman had it, but he wasn't hospitalized. And he got it from Bray because he and Bray are riding partners. I Is bet they are. The same Taco Bell cup or what? I'm not sure. <laughs> Bro, let me get a sip of that Baja Blast. Yeah. The big dog loves his Baja Blast. Hey, don't make fun of Baja Blast. (laughs) I I do love Baja Blast. I'm not going to lie. Roman, you may have a drink of my soda. (laughs) But hold on, I got to take off my dress first. Because I'm Sister Abigail. Did I ever tell you what my idea for Sister Abigail was? And I think it's infinitely better than what they actually did. I don't know. What do you got? Yeah, I it? thought it should have been Carmella, and she was just going to come up to the main roster with the uh, the Wyatt family, doing her exact same gimmick, everything the same, but she's just like moonwalking out going, my name is Sister Abigail, <laughs> and I'm the princess of Staten Island, <laughs> and then like Bray and the rest of the guys are like, oh, god damn it, no, go in the back, you're embarrassing us. We're from the Bayou. We're not from Staten Island. <laughs> I'm a Bayou wizard. <laughs> but I'm not sure who decided that Sister Abigail should be Bray Wyatt doing a cosplay of Michael Jackson's Bad album. Like, <laughs> just stylistically, or not stylistically, but when we just take a look at the aesthetics, it just looks really bad, especially from it a does. guy who is just over mainly because of his entrance and then the crowd dies once the bell rings and they're completely <laughs> not interested i love bray wyatt i'm still into bray look like wyatt. a clown I, I it really what was the like 
I want to know what the original idea for Sister Abigail was. Well, because it's changed a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they dug up her bones when it was him versus Randy Orton. But maybe yeah. maybe this whole thing, maybe Sister Abigail is Bray Wyatt with the mumps. <laughs> whenever, whenever he gets the mumps, he becomes Sister Abigail. I like it. He's just up in bed with a bunch of tissues. He's just binge-watching Netflix. <laughs> the mumps are speaking through me. High on antibiotics. <laughs> so when we're talking about doing this podcast in a high voice, it would be Sister Abigail. Doing the podcast. Oh, yeah, there we go. It'd be the Sister Abigail episode. Someone, though, would have to paint themselves like a pumpkin and put on weird dreads and be the demon. Uh, Mahoney. I no- nominate Mahoney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, my. Uh, I could just imagine him calling up. He's like, I don't know why, but I painted my face like a pumpkin. Uh, I'm going to have to message his wife and get that picture. Because <laughs> the picture exists. <laughs> Good. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's been about uh, my week. What you got going on, guys? All right. Well, first off, today, uh, actually, it was last night. It totally sneaked by me, but they released our video for Playfair, which yeah, is and you know what, fucking super cool. Thank you. We worked very hard on it. It was it was fun too. Uh, it wasn't without some issues. Uh, there's a part in there. Where, uh, for for those that haven't seen it, check out you know the eleventh hour Facebook page and also the Playfair Facebook page. It's on there. Uh, there's a part where it, the concept is we're unboxing Playfair. So there's a box. It's got the Playfair logo on top of it, and we're opening it up and we're showing you all the features that Playfair is going to have, all the cool shit. And one of them is they're going to attempt a Guinness World Record for slime at the show. I don't remember. Slime is the hotness right now, it man. It is. It fucking is. It sure like is. Like the Nickelodeon slime? No, like yeah. it's it's slime that you make at home with Elmer's glue. But it has the same. It, it is the same thing as like Nickelodeon gack. Yes. Yeah. It's got the same kind of uh, texture to it. Yeah. We just make it with glue and borax and food coloring. Right. Basically. Right. So they're one of the this the slime company is going to try and do like the biggest vat of slime or whatever and try and get a Guinness World Record for it. So we had this cardboard box and we put a logo on top that we got off of Google that said Guinness World Record official attempt and then um, open the box and there's a bunch of slime in there and you pull out the slime and it's gooey and so on and so forth. We hear back from our contacts at Playfair that uh, Guinness says that the logo is not their official logo and that we need to fix that. We need to change that. So the our initial idea was to motion track it and try and superimpose the actual logo on top of it. That can superimpose me, man. <laughs> that shit wasn't going to happen. So we're like, okay, we got three choices. Either uh, we cut the slime entirely, we uh, you know move the slime later on and just kind of mention it and don't actually do the slime bit, or we're going to have to reshoot this slime bit. And our contact was, yeah. Yeah, we should probably reshoot it. So we're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I had already packed all the lights up. I'd put everything away. Of course we need to reshoot Blame. this. Of course. And for the the logo difference is 
really insignificant. <laughs> like, frustratingly insignificant, but whatever. So, for like what? Uh, Five seconds screen time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's, it, it, it was a cool shot. Yeah. It, you could use the shot. It's a cool shot, and it ended up working out, but had to go and buy new slime. Got, uh, instead of a box, got a little metal pail. Had to get uh, Jose's girlfriend, Cher, back over here because she was our hand model. And hey, had no names. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> we currently have four people listening. <laughs> Musical artist share. Fine. Is that better, Jose? <laughs> so, you know, it was it was a little bit of a hassle. On the same day, uh, no, it was actually the day before we we got the news. We got the news that we had to reshoot it. So I'm getting ready to set everything back up, set all the lights up, set the set back up, the camera and all that. And I get a call from my dad who has heard from the mechanic who uh, oh, hey. we, yeah. ha- we, ha- we had the car brought to. Uh, and my, my father says, I got bad news and I got bad news. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently, so, so last we left this story it was going to be twenty three hundred dollars to replace the transmission on this car that we bought three months ago uh the new update was the mechanic got down there to try and uh remove the transmission and everything is so rusted that they wouldn't even be able to remove the transmission and everything's so rusted down there we might as well just junk the car jesus god three months wow Three fucking months I own this car. So, I had that. I had the fact that we had to reshoot this part of the the video. So, stress one, stress two. And not to get super personal or anything, but I've been doing a lot of editing the past couple weeks and a lot of sitting. And uh, we changed detergents. I got new pairs of shorts. And uh, there was something else. and, And stress. So, motherfuckers, I've been having jock itch lately. Oh, shit. So, I got jock itch. My, my crotch is on fire. My car is being junked. And I no. got to reshoot this fucking commercial. So, I'm setting up the camera, just bawling. Just having a good old cry by myself. <laughs> setting up a shot. Oh, no. So, it, it all came to a head middle of last week. But uh, uh, it all turned around because the next day uh, we uh, we sh- reshot it. It went great. Uh, the hand model who shall remain nameless did a great <laughs> job. We appreciate her coming over. And then uh, got a fucking check in the mail that we we had been waiting for. Got like two packages of new equipment that we had bought. Got my TSA pre-check approval in the mail. Oh, shit. So like, nice. like shit was hitting. So, you know, it went from real Great bad. Millhouse all of yeah, a sudden. it went from real bad to definitely uh, think things were looking up the next day. Uh, I do have to tell you, one of the things that has helped keep my spirits up this past week, it's a new Facebook page called UPS Dogs. Have you guys seen this? No. No. It's UPS drivers on their routes taking pictures of their canine friends that greet them at their trucks and beg for treats. <laughs> and it is one of the sweetest things 
you will ever see on the godforsaken internet. This ain't no dark web stuff. This is this is some light light web. So I would uh, highly suggest you if you if you need a smile, if you need a br- to brighten your day, look up UPS Dogs on Facebook, and it is awesome because all these dogs just want to they just want a friend they just want treats want to have fun they want to they want to help out they want to help bring packages in you know maybe maybe throw me a stick once in a while yeah a, a recent foray into tumblr for reasons that will remain unknown <laughs> so, uh i somehow came across an amazing tumblr which delighted me to no end is animal related too uh check out search on tumblr for Indifferent cats in amateur porn. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, it's so fucking funny. <laughs> it's like people trying to have sexy time photos and just fucking cats blocking shots and like ruining videos. Oh, it's so good. I'm searching now. Oh, it's so <laughs> fucking funny. Uh, and Mary and I both needed to get out of the house this weekend, so we went and, and stayed with my folks for a few days. We'd planned to go to the beach, but we were both just too, too exhausted. And <laughs> my. Don't. Fucking hang out and chill. Yeah, my yeah. sleep schedule was so fucked up with editing and stress and whatnot that I ended up falling asleep on the middle of the floor in my parents' living room on their dog's dog bed for about five <laughs> hours in the middle of the day Saturday. And I do not suggest that whatsoever. <laughs> if you're above 30, uh, <laughs> get up and go into an actual human bed because it yeah. it was not comfortable. But uh, we had a good time. And lastly, before we move too much further, uh, you know, next week is Halloween. On the podcast night is Halloween. And I don't think we've ever actually had that during I don't believe the we time have. that we've done the show. So, perfect night to do a podcast movie night. And we talked about it amongst the show hosts about we should watch something. What should we watch? And we couldn't really come to a consensus, so we took some of the the best options and put it to a Twitter poll, uh, at Panels on Pages on Twitter. Uh, What spooky flick should we watch for the October 31st live Halloween edition of the Popcast? And the options are Spawn, which is currently on Netflix, which is, you know, it, it hits two genres there, you know, superhero, comic booky, which is right up our alley, and horror for Halloween. Uh, We got Monster Squad, which is currently on Hulu. Which I had not seen in a very long time. Uh, Wolfman's got Which is I've never seen any of these movies. Monster Monster Squad is essentially a comedic version of what they wanted Dark Universe to be. Very much so. And then Little Monsters, which is a deep cut. It is currently on Netflix. It is one of my favorite VHS rentals of all time. Let me paint Remember, a- uh, fucking one nine hundred eighty nine Maurice? <laughs> no. Oh, man. I'll never forget that shit. Was, was it an actual 800 number, or was this in the movie? It was a 900 number. Okay. Uh, when you rent, when you rented uh, Little Monsters, it was for some sweepstakes or something about the VHS from releasing the movie, and, like, you had to call and there was, like, this, this ridiculous song that went along with it. was like, one, nine hundred... 89 Maurice! <laughs> you the fuck of like, you know, Howie Mandela makeup. It's so weird. Well, if Little Monsters wins, you'll have to pull that for the intro for next week. For but sure, for it's sure. looking pretty dire for Little Monsters right now. But let me paint a picture it, for it, you. To be fair, it is a super deep cut. Yeah, but. yeah. But, like, y- those within the sound of our voice need to load up their Netflix and watch Little Monsters because 
Uh, it is essentially Monsters Inc., but kind of Tim Burtony and live action. It's yeah. Howie Howie Mandel as this fucked up blue purple monster named Maurice who. Li- the monsters live under kids' beds, and if you go underneath the bed, you, you can go into the monster world, kind of like Monsters, Inc. But Instead, the monsters' whole gimmick is they just come out at night and fuck shit up Yes, so the kids get blamed for it. Yes. Like, <laughs> there's one scene where Maurice turns his hand into a dog head, and the yeah. dog eats the kid's homework. So it's shit like that. Like, just causing havoc. And the main kid is Fred Savage, and Fred Savage, Fred Savage's little brother is played by Ben Savage, and the main villain right. is played by Brian Dunkelman. It is perfect, <laughs> and there are and there are some pretty legit disturbing visuals in it too. Yeah. Like it's it's not like a super ultra clean cut kid movie. It's got, got a little bit of an edge to it. Yeah, it does. A kid drinks piss at one point. He straight up drinks piss. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Forgot about that. Yeah. Little monsters, y'all. And then uh, the other option is other. And we asked to please specify. Uh, one guy, uh, real at real Ezekiel Rage on Twitter, suggests The Crow, which The Crow is a great movie. Uh, one of Jose's favorites, if I do say so myself. Big but, myself. But. The Crow. That, that's not exactly a good riffing movie. Exactly. It's not fun. That is my. It's that is fun. my point. Like the Crow does not lend itself to a uh, a riff tracks popcast commentary. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh man, here's the part where they got a like a double uh, double homicide rape scene. <laughs> <Right there. laughs> and then no. this other guy at falling short on Twitter suggests Yuli's Gold. So I think I'm going to go through and uh, block him from falling. Panels on pages right now. What? Yuli's <laughs> Gold, I believe, is about. It's a movie with Peter Fonda where he uh, is an apiarist, uh, which is a guy who uh, builds beehives. What? Yeah. What? This guy was just making a joke. Yeah, I was right. That's, <laughs> that's a deep cut. <laughs> widowed, widowed beekeeper and Vietnam veteran Ulysses Yuli Jackson, played by Peter Fonda. 1997. See, I, I just wanted to watch a, a Japanese yokai movie, Spook Warfare. We should do that Sunday, Kelly. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we should do that Sunday. We're going to do a show on Sunday. Shit. Yeah. Spook Warfare. Yeah, put that fucking link in the chat. We should do that Sunday. That's like a great idea. Uh, so, yeah, um, currently, Monster Squad is in the lead. Uh, five days left to vote. So if you're interested uh, in helping us pick a movie to watch on Halloween night, get on that Twitter machine. And that's that's all for me. All good options. I'm pretty excited to see what happens. All good stuff. What about you, Jose? I have discovered that w- the ladies in Birmingham, Alabama, love to wear like Macho Man and Ultimate Warrior boots and pants. <laughs> <laughs> and boots and pants and so, boots and pants and so you're talking like fringe. Yeah, like like boots with just tassels. <laughs> the tassely. The most tassely I've ever seen. So I was singing the Ultimate Warrior Head song in my head a lot. What were you there for? What was the show? Same shit. Beauty show. Okay, okay, hair, okay. Hair, hair chicks. 
Anybody anybody jerking it? No, this show had a hundred percent less jerking it. Good, good. Glad to know things so are looking we, up. We ended on a bang. It was the last show of the season. And uh no one got busted for jerking off in the audience. So way, way to close strong, Birmingham. Yeah, you so say they didn't catch him. Yeah, you say 100% well, we less jerking off, but 100% less people getting caught jerking it. Very fine line. True, true. Yeah, word probably got out after that last show where that guy got escorted out that, you know, keep your shit on the DL. Wear yeah, some sweatpants. Don't sit in the front row. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forget. Was he jerking it inside his pants or did he actually have it out? No, in, in like like kind of like pocket pool. Pocket pool. Okay, okay. He was just looking for his keys. <laughs> <laughs> so he was he was seeding his trousers is what you're saying. Yes. Was the match he was watching was that was the match that good or what was happening in the ring? No, it was a beauty show. Oh, okay. I thought this was a wrestling event. No, no. Okay, that's what I was. Okay, gotcha. It's like that would have been weird. Hairstylist and shit. So it's like they they come out like they have pants. It's fucking. It's New York Comic Con for hairstylists. That's what it is. There's guests that come out. There's fucking panels. Do that people sounds, like lose their it. mind over certain guests? Yes. Yeah. A guy named uh, uh, Vidal Sassoon. <laughs> no, his name's Guy Tang. <laughs> That's an amazing name. Guy Tang, oh, otherwise known as a butthole. Scissors, y'all. He's got scissors. <laughs> and he's like, he kind of looks like... Um, Who's who, who's the dude that got counted out and did not? Um, uh, Koto Ibushi. Yeah, he kind of uh, imagine him, but a hairstylist. <laughs> I, that's, I mean, you I can tell that. me that Koto Ibushi on the side is a hairstylist, and I'll say, yeah, that makes perfect sense. All right, well, that's what this guy looks like. But he's he's kind of like <laughs> it's the, probably him. He's the Norman Reedus of the hair. Yeah. <laughs> So it's this hairstyle. And I go, I set the booth up, and then we run the run the shit while it's going. They have chairs set up. The guy sat front row and was kind of. <laughs> Excellent foley work. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. So I'm fucking home. God damn it. That's kind of cool. Here for a week. And then. We hit that Playfair, hit that New York scene. There better not be anybody jerking off at Playfair. Oh, my. Because, <laughs> again, that would be weird. Yeah. Fucking A. Well, especially because well, isn't Playfair more like for families? Yeah, that was the joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's going on you, Tom? Tell us a fucking story. What's happening, sir? Oh, my God. This month has been... <laughs> really uneventful and i feel so bad just following up with all these great stories uh so i'm like the i howie mean mine mandel. was pretty shitty <laughs> <laughs> it was good well uh, just like howie mandel after i don't know well let, but, let uh, the people listening uh yeah. know a little bit about yourself well, well why are you joining us this week okay so um I host the Military Industrial Suplex, which is which is the... an amazing name for a podcast, by the way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and that's on the Place to Be Nation. Uh, for the last week, I've mainly been preparing for Halloween. 
So I need to uh, perfect my pumpkin spice latte fried chicken. I am dressing as Rep- Reptar from the Rugrats. So Reptar oh. for Halloween. So that should be pretty good. I'm going to do that for my company contest as well. Hopefully win 500 bucks and get reimbursed some way. But this suit is going to be really hot. Guys, it's an inflatable suit. So you get in there, you turn on the fan, the whole nine yards, and imagine one of Bailey's buddies or uh, those wacky men you see at a car car salesman event or used car event, I should say. Right. Just being inside that for a very long time and uh, should be really interesting. And I hope I win based off the uncomfort alone or the discomfort, I should say. And I've also been working on one of my next projects that I'm pretty excited about. I was telling Kelly about it. Long story short, uh, there really is no space covering wrestling comics. So I want Uh, to begin covering that. And I have uh, different ideas I'm kicking around and concepts and whatnot. But yeah, that's pretty much been my week and my months completely uneventful tell tell us a little bit about this reptar costume is it like a you buy off the shelf (laughs) reptar costume or did you modify one of those t-rex costumes into reptar well they actually is funny because i was talking to one of my buddies uh, about this because i told him i always want to be something creative and fun for halloween i don't want to be another mario at the party if you will uh so last year i was a space tiger and this year for the the dino the dinosaur costume that you're talking about they actually have one as reptar so i don't have to really do anything creative except for just buy a different brand that already looks like that and uh, it's pretty cool uh, like i said i hope it's comfortable i think i'm going to go to work that day just wearing shorts uh, just wearing some some skivvies and they might see some hands in lower regions doing things <laughs> Not jacking off, just getting comfortable <laughs> in the suit because of the rep. Let's not heads. let's not write it out. Oh, <laughs> let's anything. stay open to it. Let's not just throw it, it out the door now. It may get too hot in there. We'll see what happens. I don't know. No, no lie. Those T Rex costumes look pretty comfortable, and they've got the fan blowing blowing the air to keep it inflated. So I think, all yeah, but that, but that's that's just hot air circling at you that think, point. You so think? it's all your sweat and it's just you ball smell sack like air and. Yeah, you have that rash from changing your detergent, and next thing you uh, know, that's yeah. what it smells <laughs> like inside. Oh, God, yep. <laughs> I saw a video today of somebody in one of those T-Rex costumes pole dancing, and it's one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. Oh, uh, <laughs> at Awesome Con, we got this great shot of there was a the T-Rex costume had a friend who had like a giant paper mache a meteor, and the meteor guy was chasing around the the t-rex and then we oh, also we oh, also cool. found a fred flintstone so we had the meteor chasing the t-rex and the t-rex chasing the fred flintstone <laughs> and then after that they were inseparable <laughs> yeah they became best friends <laughs> and they just did that the whole fucking day you're welcome people this podcast brings people together yeah in so many ways all four of them. <laughs> Five. Five. <laughs> Fucking great. All right. So let's uh let's see here. Got any mail? No mail this week. The fuck, people. Email us, popcast at pelsonpages.com. 
Oh, leave us a voicemail at 616-951-1POP. We'll play and or read them shits on the air. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at Panels on Page. Check it out. Let us know what you want us to watch next week. Look, we're going to watch something whether you fucking want to or not. So, you know, the power is yours. <laughs> <laughs> it's just oh, such, a, really. it's such an easier show when we can just press play and just sit back and, and yeah. bullshit. Yeah, and like, and it's gonna be better than Inhumans, no matter what it was. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Yeah, I never did go back and. We should. Watch we should watch humans. the uh, season finale. No, not a, unless no, we're gonna watch the rest just of it. Be an hour of us going. Oh, who's that? Why are yeah. they there? Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter who they are. If they can't get you back by the season finale, then it's just cancel it. <laughs> well, I think they should well, just I don't cancel think it anyhow. This has a fucking prayer. They've already out. solicited the DVD as the complete series. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> like, and we'll yeah, talk about Inhumans a little bit during the news segment as well. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Well, fucking burn it to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still yeah, convinced let's... that Triton's inhuman power in that show was to transform into a sack of garbage as he's falling into water. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gorgon's power is, I don't know, wear boots. Despite that being fucking impossible. <laughs> Jesus. Mickey James was wearing some uh, platform high heels on Raw last night. Rose beef country. <laughs> and she she looked like she had Gorgon hooves. Was she wrestling in them? She wasn't no, wrestling, she, but she, she... came out and kicked Alexa, uh, Alexa Bliss. Yeah, she, she threw down a little bit with those gigantic ass heels on. Fucking Bull Joyce. God, her entrance music is so bad. Her entrance music is bad, and her outfits are so bad. I said it yes. to Mary. Uh, Mickey James's outfits look like cool mom Friday night at the bar trying to find you a new dad. <laughs> and her oh, wrestling, wow. her wrestling gear at TLC was uh, like a denim top, <laughs> denim pants, but like just below the knee of the denim pants, they flared out into gigantic. Like uh, rayon bell bottoms. Yeah, the yeah, it was not a good bell look. bottoms for her is pretty sad. Yeah, it's interesting at the same time. I hate them. Sounds remarkably look. unattractive. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. That's- oh, I discovered on uh, this past weekend at work. I was just we were kind of dead, so I was just messing around in Pandora trying to find different stations. And I was like, oh, I wonder if Pandora's got a hardcore station. So I typed that in. And no, country. they don't. But what they do have is a station built around the Mickey James uh, classic song, Hardcore Country. Hardcore Country. That is where Jose got roast beef country from. <laughs> roast, roast beef, beef country. <laughs> but yeah, so you can, in fact, listen to the Mickey James songs on uh, Pandora. That's like the day I found Brooke Hogan's album on uh Amazon oh, Prime. Right. And that was so bad. I bet. It's funny how you're quote unquote accidentally finding these songs. That was because I would just go through the new <laughs> albums that have been added just to see what it is. And you go deep enough, you find some weird stuff. And like that was a, like a hundred scrolls down. <laughs> That's with everything, though. Album. You go deep enough with anything, shit's going to get weird. <laughs> No, that's true. Man speaks truth. 
Well, that's like any Google image search you do. You scroll down far enough, you're going to see like a baseball bat getting shoved into someone's butt. No, that's 100% true. Or you see cats blocking amateur porn. Yeah. yeah. Oh. No matter what you search, it's going to pop up. You're just like, I want to look at some uh, Millennium Falcon Lego sets. Do, 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 do. Oh, there it is. There's a cat shoving a baseball bat in Sonic the Hedgehog's ass. All right. <laughs> That <laughs> speaks from experience. <laughs> oh, fuck you, Internet. God. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back, uh, talk about some news, talk about some comic books. You know, generally have a fucking party. Yeah, enjoy this uh, bit of business. We'll be back in a minute. Love you, kids. Bye. Break!
Ripped Apparel is your one-stop shop for limited edition t-shirts featuring all the crap that you already like anyway. Every day you're going to see three new limited edition designs available only for 24 hours. That's just a single day. After that, they're gone forever. And uh, best yet, if you want to check them out, buy a little something, something, they're going to throw a little kickback to us, your folks, your friends here at the podcast. So go to panelsonpages.com, click that banner at the top of the page or on the sidebar at pcn.panelsonpages.com. Or you can just update your bookmark, check it on your phone every single morning. That's what I do. Uh, ripped, that's R-I-P-T dot panels on pages.com. T-shirts start at just 10 bucks, and they'll kick us a little something every time. Help us keep the lights on. Help us keep the podcast going. Help us keep the side, side up and get you a pretty cool T-shirt, man. Cool swag, cool shirts, good people, good deals from your favorite podcast. So check it out. Ripped.panelsonpages.com. 24-hour limited edition T-shirts that are pretty damn awesome. Check it out. And uh, now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. Forgot to mention, along with uh, you know the uh, weekend spent at my parents and me sleeping on a dog bed, I did uh, my sleep schedule was still way off. So like we went to bed at ten o'clock at night, and I'm up at three in the morning, wide awake. So I go out and I sit in my parents' living room and I turn on the TV and I turn on E and I ended up watching like four hours of Total Bellas. Jesus Christ. It's the best. Just thinking about Kelly the entire time. And then my parents my parents wake up and they come out and they start asking questions. And I get to let them know all about it. Did you see the episode where uh where uh they made the mother Bella cry? Mm, what did they make her cry about? Because Bree and Nikki and her their brother JJ are just so mean to her. Uh, I feel like I did see that. She's she's lovely. She might be my favorite. She, yeah, Mama no, Mama Mama, a, Mama Bella can get it. I'm a big fan of Mama Bella. JJ JJ is the worst. He is absolutely the worst. <laughs> you people. And that was the same episode. He scared Nikki and made her fall down some stairs. Okay, I didn't see the falling down the episode, the stairs episode. And John Cena is a robot. Yeah. Wearing a bunch of Steve Harvey suits. I don't know where he gets his suits. They need to get someone to fit that boy better. Because, <laughs> God, he just always has the biggest suits. Yeah, He's... I feel like when you're that big, you can't just wear them off the fucking rack. No, he gets them from the Steve Harvey collection. <laughs> <laughs> the Black Kings of Comedy line. He must go suit shopping with Teddy Long. I would watch that. <laughs> 100% I would watch that. Oh my god. So I pulled some, some royalty-free music off of YouTube for the breaks this week. We'll see if... We get nabbed for either one of them. Break. But I wasn't. Yeah, uh, about I wasn't about to play the Playfair uh, background music. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's been haunting my dreams. What's up in the news, guys? What we'll is do it live? Okay. Well, do it live. I can. I'll write it, and we'll do it live. Fuck it. In five, four, three. It's only better the more despicable he becomes. <laughs> <laughs> This is the Pop Top Six Pack of News for October 24th, 2017. Fuck.
fucking thing sucks! At a brisk 121 minutes, next month's Justice League is the shortest DCEU movie to date. In comparison to Man of Steel's 143 minutes, Wonder Woman's 141 minutes, and Batman v Superman's 151 minutes. God, it's a long fucking movie. But in Batman v Superman's defense, it only felt like seven hours. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, is that all? Warner Brothers has rolled out an Academy Award campaign for their critical and box office smash Wonder Woman. And if Hollywood is looking to build bridges following reports of rampant sexual misconduct in the industry, they should give Patty Jenkins an Oscar just so she can accept and scream, I'm the king of the world! Uh... White male guilt alert. Kevin Smith pledges to donate all future residuals from any of his movies funded by Harvey Weinstein to the nonprofit organization Women in Film. Still no word on what he plans to do to apologize for casting his wife in all of his movies. Jesus Christ. This week's season eight premiere of The Walking Dead was the show's least watched season premiere since 2012. So plans have currently stalled for the previously unannounced prequel series, Young Negan. Speaking of (laughs) speaking of dipping ratings, viewership for Inhumans fifth episode hit a series low and plans have currently stalled for the previously unannounced prequel series, Young Triton. Since it has been over three weeks since the Las Vegas shooting, everyone has stopped caring about gun violence, and Netflix has announced November 17th as the drop date for Marvel's Punisher series, bowing the same day that Justice League hits theaters. Just cross your fingers that there are no shootings between now and then. Oh, there will be one tomorrow. Seriously, cross your fingers. This is a national epidemic. And we're all likely to eventually meet in person someone who was shot in Las Vegas. Send us your thoughts and prayers. And that is the Pop Top Six Pack of News for October 24th, 2017. Wow. Infotainment. Sometimes, sometimes that news got to get real. And I was thinking over this weekend, because what was it? 59 people killed in Las Vegas, over 600 shot. Like, we're all going to encounter someone who was like, yeah, got shot in Las Vegas. They didn't do shit about it. Here's my my bullet wound right here. And I say again, that could have just easily been me. I left that building at that time fucking two weeks prior to that shooting. It could be anybody. But, you know, no one really gives a shit. Have you guys ever played Thoughts and Prayers the game? No, no. <laughs> That's right. You sent me this. Yeah. So if anyone, if any of the listeners want to go online or any of the host thoughts and prayers, the game dot com, you have to send your thoughts. You have to send your prayers and try and curb gun violence. Thoughtsandprayersthegame.com. <laughs> it looks really nice, too. Like they, whoever designed it did a really good job. Uh, speaking of thoughts and prayers, Kelly, <laughs> you got uh, you got Lorenzo in the chat looking for a shout out. Oh, hi, Lorenzo. <laughs> that's, my, that's my that's my coworker, my boy, Lorenzo. Nice. Oh, I'm all about this. The thoughts Thank and you prayers for this, game. Um, this is like fun. <laughs> Appreciate that. That's what I'm here for. So, uh, first story this week is Justice League is clocking in just 
a minute over two hours. When originally, Fine. I remember the first Zack Snyder cut was something like four hours long. God, uh, of course yeah, it was. The and Batman I'm, versus Superman Ultimate Director's cut or whatever it was was like four and a half hours, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was long. We, we watched it on the show, and it was a fucking slog. <laughs> like, like, oh, this has got to be better than the theatrical cut, right? Like, no, it's just longer. <laughs> I still maintain that last, like, 45 minutes is pretty good. It is. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but just... Disagree. It's just, you you got to fucking eat your vegetables to get there. And apparently... Joss Whedon isn't getting a directing credit. That's weird. It's inter- I was wondering how that was going to play out because between that and you got fucking Ron Howard hopping in on the Han Solo movie, like, like I mean, it was a big deal when they got to say that Sin City was directed by Frank Miller and Robert Rodriguez. Well, yeah. uh, Robert Rodriguez quit the Directors Guild because of that because they wouldn't That's give right. Frank right, Miller yeah. the director's credit. I'm surprised they, like, do it the Wachowski like, brothers or the Duffer brothers, like you don't get to yeah. share directing credit. Uh, I'm surprised they what, don't do it like uh, Zack Snyder with Joss Whedon. Right, so it's not right. and, it's with. Well, I think they do it, it's like a percentage thing. Like It depends on how much you actually worked on it. Okay. Well, it sounds like Ron Howard's making a whole other fucking movie for Han Solo, so we'll see. Man, you guys... 121 minutes. That's That sounds like a fun time. <laughs> that sounds just... Let's not go crazy, because it still looks like crap. <laughs> like, 121 minutes, that's... And we're talking six main characters. There's no time for any fucking around. No. You know what? That's actually a good point. Because, you know, we have to meet Flash, meet Cyborg, meet... <laughs> Aquaman and bring something about them and maybe give a fuck about them by the end of the movie and bring Superman back from the dead. What do you mean? He's not in this movie. <laughs> yeah, he is. Oh, <laughs> uh, you cute. No, they CGI'd dead. off his mustache for something else. Yeah, yeah it's fine. He's dead. He died. Oh. I don't want to see it. I'm gonna. It just so works out. Well, it not work out, but. Uh, both Playfair and Anime NYC are happening the weekend Thor comes out and the weekend Justice League comes out. So we will be on the road for both of those opening weekends, which kind of stinks. Aww. Or we could just go like, see both with Tito. <laughs> I was about to say, you'd be, in, yeah, you'd be in the fucking Tito country. Right on. The Tito country. You guys are going to have some kind of fun at that Anime Con. I, you know what? I'm kind of excited because it's, again, it's, it's different. You know, we've dealt with anime before, but we've never done like a whole anime con. He's like, I'm afraid of fucking anime. <laughs> are you guys going to go to the, the raves that I'm sure are going to have? Uh, we're going to go. Uh, I don't think there's any raves currently on the schedule, but they're having a big masquerade. There you go. Yeah. That's, that's the rave. That's where the jerking is going to happen. Uh, and uh, next, it's going to be four hours of sandstorm. <laughs> Special guest Wanderlei on the ones and twos. Uh, Warner Brothers is pushing for Wonder Woman to get nominated for Academy Awards, 
and CBR just had a full-page pop-up Delta ad cover my screen. Delta. Full-page. At least there's not audio. I think um, they can get the fuck out of here with a best picture nod. Yeah, as much as I liked that movie, no. Yeah, but think about it this way. They do 10 Best Picture nominees, so they might throw it a bone just as like a pity nom. But I I can see the Best Director nom possibly happening. Yeah, I can see that. Not to say that Wonder Woman should be pitied, but I don't believe it will be seriously considered for Best Picture. Uh, Best Director, I think, makes sense. Because it's such a momentous occasion, and she fucking knocked it out of the park, and uh, she's a big baller in Hollywood now. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, I can see that, but you can get the fuck out of here with... A best fucking... actress for for Gal? No. Best supporting actress for Robin Wright? Maybe. Best supporting actor for Chris Pine? Slow the fuck down. <laughs> I think it's much more likely that they're going to get noms for production design, editing, costume design, visual effects, you know, the yeah. normal superhero movie right. Academy Awards. Remember, Suicide Squad is an Academy Award winning film. <laughs> Can you imagine if Wonder Woman doesn't win an Academy Award and Suicide Squad does? I want to remind you again that Suicide Squad won for makeup in the year Star Trek Beyond came out. <laughs> That's still insane to me. And part of that makeup was that awful killer croc. Oh, God. Did you see Star Trek Beyond? Everything looked amazing. <laughs> Nothing oh, looked like killer croc. Speaking of, Lee, have you kept up with the Orville? I have. Did you watch the episode where they were they they were the krill? Yeah. <laughs> that makeup was too good. Like, uh, Seth MacFarlane straight up looked like Skeletor. Frank Langella okay. Skeletor. Great. I, dude, I, uh, the Orville is my favorite Star Trek show. It's, like, yeah. <laughs> I was I was never, like, a huge Star Trek guy. I fuck, I'm all about the Orville. I love it. I like that they don't always win. Like, they're already, like, this early on, like, letting them lose some stuff. Like, important shit. It's good. I like, I like it. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that makeup, the entire, everything about that episode looked great. Like the sets, all the makeup, like you know, the moral of the story being like, hey, these kids are gonna grow up to resent the fuck out of you now because you killed all their parents. Good yeah. job. Good show. Good show. The Orville. Uh, and I will never get tired of the uh, jar of pickles bit. <laughs> you open this jar of pickles for me. <laughs> Always gonna be funny. <laughs> Oddly enough, they've been doing a jar of pickles bit on the season of uh, on on the season of Kirby Enthusiasm. Oh, yeah, no that's, that's why. I feel. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a jar of pickles, Morty. <laughs> God damn it! It all started with Rick and Morty. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, next story is Kevin Smith is going to donate any future residuals from his Miramax, Miramax and Weinstein Company movies to a nonprofit organization, Women in Film, that promotes equal opportunities for women in the film industry. I think this is a good move. It's a good a good move. I like yeah. it. It's uh, a classy move. I do feel like... Maybe he knew something. And maybe this will help him sleep at night. 
I can see that. It seems like everyone knew something. A Quentin I... Tarantino came out recently and really yeah, yeah what and and tarantino admitted he knew and he should have done more and i respect that you know like fuck you for not doing something but i respect the honesty whereas kevin smith's like mm, here's some money <laughs> to the same tone that guy is brutally honest about everything it'd be weird if he didn't fucking fess up if he did something he should uh donate some money uh for Making Joey Laura and Adams have sex with him for those couple of years. I was gonna say read the mid script again. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just get grumpy because you thought I was gonna bring that up? I, I was waiting for him. Like, leave the fucking bitch alone. Oh man, I just I the more about this shit comes out, I cannot, I can't imagine like how a person with a fucking spirit and soul could be like, how are you going to do? Power, man. Fucking crazy. It yeah. didn't start that way. He just kept getting away with more and more. Yeah, that's, you're yeah, exactly right. Yeah, right. It's just, it's the most nuts part about it to me is, like, we all know the concept of the casting couch, and there's there's always been that trope of the gross producer or director or so on and so forth. But you kind of hoped or wished that we had moved past that in the past couple of decades or whatever. The thing you'll that, never move past it. The thing, or maybe as long, like as that. Long as men have dicks. The thing that blows my mind the most is that Harvey Weinstein has been doing this for over thirty years yeah, and he's has super high touched, profile. Touched so many careers to the point where he was harassing. Lupita Nyong'o as recently as a couple years ago and Cara Delevingne who are like brand new stars to Hollywood that's so fucked up it's so gross he's so, deep so in the game gross. fuck yeah, this guy I, I'm not gonna lie every time there's a new reveal I always a part of me is always like please not Tarantino please not Tarantino please yeah. not Tarantino yeah Oh, oh God! It's not him. Good because, to, like T- Tarantino, he's got the face of a sex pervert. <laughs> like he does we he all gives know off a creeper vibe. He, I don't think he really but, is. No, yeah, but, yeah he, but he's all about doing drugs and just fucking. He is right? a fucking like, pervy about it. He is a fucking weirdo creep. No, he's a perv too. But I hope and pray that everything he's done was consensual. Or at least we don't find out about it. Yeah, if once I have some chick like you know taking the shit under a glass table, that's fine. Yeah, as long as she's Just okay like, to do as that. long as she's into it. Yeah. Oh, uh, sweet uh, Lee, send me a link. <laughs> 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 uh, good for you, Kevin Smith. I say with no irony whatsoever. <laughs> Uh, season eight premiere of Walking Dead is the lowest premiere in five years. Uh, Legit, didn't know it was on. Still, uh, the number one show on cable. The only thing that beat it out was Sunday Night Football. Uh, but not a not a good look for one of the highest rated shows of all time. Not making their numbers from five years ago. Yeah, I just can't. There's no one that still watches it that is like stoked about it. <laughs> oh, oh, let me tell you something. Is there? There are. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 
Oh like, man, you know who still loves The Walking Dead? Children. Children <laughs> love The Walking Dead. They know all the characters. They see the toys. They run right up to them. They're like, "Oh look, it's Daryl and uh, Scott." I don't know their names, but kids fucking love The Walking Dead. And fucking you know country folk. Cause my, oh yeah, oh my, yeah. My, my mom is here uh, Sunday. We're having dinner, whatever. And it gets to be like seven thirty. She, she's like, "Oh fuck, I have to go." I'm like, "Wait, what?" So, yeah, uh, we, I got to get home because Walking Dead starts at like eight o'clock. And I go, "Mom." No one watches TV when it happens anymore. <laughs> you're, you're breaking my heart. DVR that shit. And she's like, no, I, don't I have to watch it tonight because half of my customer base, she manages a rent-own store. It's like half my customer base watches this show and one of these assholes will walk in or call or something and ruin it for me. <laughs> so she spends basically half of Monday talking about walking dead with her customers. Well, I'm just happy my customers know that I don't watch that show. So they don't talk to me about it. I just couldn't. I couldn't do it. We we gave up last season pretty early on because it's like, okay, you had me at Negan. You had me at Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Negan's one of my favorite comic book villains, and I really like Jeffrey Dean Morgan. That's like putting fucking chocolate in my peanut butter. Let's go. On your feet. Episode three of this last season, (laughs) Negan wasn't in it. And I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, see, episodes waiting for Negan to come back. I don't understand how kids like The Walking Dead because it is one of the most boring shows it's on television. Fucking boring. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, well, they really just ache for those four and a half minutes where something cool happens every episode. Probably, and it's also probably it's like, oh, this is an adult show. Mom and Dad let me watch a grown-up show. Oh, they it said. There's probably a part of that. They said shit. So <laughs> edgy. I like when the main guy talks in a real deep voice like this. <laughs> There's a new. I'll have you know, there are still people in this world that believe that Brad Garrett is Negan. <laughs> and that makes me so happy that I was able to convince them. And the cherry on top, the, the bit that sells it the best. If you ever want to convince someone that Brad Garrett plays Negan, you tell them that in the second episode he appeared in, Ray Romano does a cameo as a zombie in the back of one of the oh scenes. My God, that sells it. That's where they. <laughs> that's where they start to believe. It. <laughs> ah, that's so fucking great. Kind of like, Is everybody got pee pee in their pants already? <laughs> <laughs> right. Luke feels very thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a zombie. Sabra. Fuck Walking Dead. Uh, speaking, speaking of awful ratings, Inhumans has dropped to a ratings low for the Marvel TV series. When I read this headline, I thought it was a ratings low for all Marvel TV series. I was like, oh, God. God damn. God oh my god. Uh see. Uh, season three they pulled a point four. Point four. Point four. That's bad. Woo. Although to be fair, you know, it's not like they had any faith in it anyway. Like Friday night were shows go to die anyhow. Sure. Apparently, that's where Once Upon a Time is now dying. It is the old age home for Once Upon a Time. 
Yeah, yeah. So when they debut a show on Friday, not good. No. Not a good look. But it's and also just not fucking great. Unless you're talking about 90s TGIF, and then we're talking. Exactly. Fucking magic there. But yeah. It was a I don't know what's happening to that show, because I'm fucking out. Although I did see uh, some headline on my Google feed that basically said what I've been saying about the show for you know weeks. We're just like, so... This entire cast system makes the heroes impossible to like. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're right, Internet. Thanks for playing the fucking game. Thanks for catching up. Terrible. Everyone in this show deserves better. <laughs> Everyone. Except that asshole that plays Black Bolt. Oh, that's not fair. <laughs> Hilarious mute. I don't know why. I don't know why I singled him out. I'm sorry, guy who plays Black Bolt. That's not fair. I, uh, you, know, you know who doesn't deserve who does deserve it? Is the blonde chick with the glasses? <laughs> oh fuck that chick! <laughs> the uh, off-brand Felicity. Yeah, <laughs> Smelicity folks. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and finally, last story of the night is uh, they finally announced that Punisher will debut on Netflix on November seventeenth, the same day. Because that's long enough, apparently. Uh, well, apparently, uh, a week was long enough. Lee, because uh, the shooting happened, and what the shooting happened on uh, Sunday night, Monday morning, and by Friday we were all talking about Harvey Weinstein, and yeah, there you go. not yeah, a single yeah. bit of legislation has been pushed through. So uh, that's just the kind of fucked up world we live in that uh, we break records with our shootings on a uh, you know bi yearly basis and. It can't even stay in the news for a week. But then again, this Donald Trump condolence call to this uh, military widow has been top news for about a week and a half now, it feels like. I had a, I had a bit of an existential crisis last night. Like, I could not sleep. Just I was, I was going through Twitter late night, which is always a bad idea. Yeah, I just got caught under the weight of the terribleness of some of the shit in our world right now. And I'm like, ugh. I, was like, I, can't, like, I can't bitch. I got a good thing going over here, for sure. But like... At large, in general, shit is fucked right now. <laughs> so fucking scary. And so I just sat up, sitting at the wall for like three hours last night, thinking, "Ugh, we're all gonna die." <laughs> just, just go play with your robots for a bit. You'll feel better. <laughs> I'm gonna watch this fucking Punisher show. It's gonna be great. I am very excited about it. And that's the news. Well, you got you got fucking Ben Barnes and Billy Russo. You know who Billy Russo is, don't you, Kelly? Um, no. He's fucking Jigsaw. <laughs> oh, we got Jigsaw coming in. <laughs> so excited. Uh, worst popcast movie night ever. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're thinking best. Best popcast movie night ever. God, I love Punisher Warzone. Tom, where do you stand on Punisher Warzone? I'm all for it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all Best in. movie. Oh. Love that movie. Oh, my finger slipped and Tom just got dropped off the call. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> now, you name me one other movie where a man gets hit by an RPG whilst parkouring across the rooftop, and I'll give you a crisp $5 bill. How about this? Don't name me one movie where that happens. No. <laughs> That's the best. And then moments later, he rides his buddy like a fucking surfboard off a building and crashes onto a fence post. <laughs> Oh, what was Jigsaw's cool. brother's name? I can't remember. 
Uh, you mean Looney Bin Jim? That's it, Looney Bin Jim, in his acting voice. <laughs> Look at me, I'm acting. You guys are really helping me make my point here. <laughs> and then the fi- the finale where he has to fight his way through a building where all of the floors are racially segregated. <laughs> yeah, he goes up the black floor, the Puerto Rican floor, the Chinese floor, the Irish floor. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> Culminating in this giant, like, fucking arena on the top floor of this building. Oh. How about next week we just watch Punisher Warzone again? Oh, man, I'm in. <laughs> so good. So, while I don't think we're going to get things quite that wonderful, this Netflix show looks pretty fucking good. <laughs> I really hope the Netflix show is just Punisher Warzone cut into two episodes. <laughs> but they just superimpose Tom ba- or John Barenthal's face on uh, whoever played the Punisher. In that or they do like a fucking uh, they do like Psycho, do like a shot-for-shot remake of Punisher Warzone. Oh yeah, I hope. The- and then they add in a scene of him jerking off. Cause yeah, that's the one thing you need to add. I oh hope- yeah, that's right. That's the one thing that is different. <laughs> I hope the Punisher Netflix show is John Bernthal tracking down everyone who was involved in Punisher Warzone and taking them off <laughs> this them planet, <laughs> and just going up to them and saying thank you. I appreciate what you've done for me. It'll break the Netflix record for most high fives in a series. You blazed the trail. I would not be here if not for you. High five. Well, I, we made we made Burnthal as Punisher happen. Can we make Punisher Warzone unhappen? No. No. It's no one was. You're in the minority here. Jose's on our side, too. Yeah. See? <laughs> Fucking an island of one. Nice. Fucking delightful. History will be on my side. <laughs> Any movie with Wayne Knight has to stay. Yes! Warzone has to stay. Wayne Knight with, like, let me pull this rack of guns out of my wall in my shitty New York apartment. <laughs> oh, so good. I'm in. The Netflix show looks fine, too. It's, it's going to be fine. It's going to be good. <laughs> but, man, not that. So good. Watch this trailer. Fuck I still haven't watched the trailer yet. I don't, I, don't, I don't want to. I just want to do it. Let's do it. Yeah, it looks no, real, it, it legit. Like all kidding aside, it looks very, very. No good. No reason to watch a trailer. Yeah, yeah. I did not watch the uh, new Justice League trailer, and then watch the new Thor trailer. Like it's fucking fine. I watched Star Wars. It's fine. Like, um, oh yeah, but that is what we're talking about real quick. They are doing um, Punisher the same day Justice League comes out, which is kind of interesting. Like, I don't think it will matter a single bit. I think it's it's great for everybody. Like, if you're a Netflix fan, if you're a Marvel fan, if you're a DC fan, if you're a movie fan, it's it's just best case scenario. You're into everything, and you just have a great weekend of, uh, you know, superhero stuff. You can go watch Justice League. Probably gonna suck. You can come home, cleanse the palate with some fucking chain house. Be good. You're welcome. What? If- Punisher sucks and Justice League's great. <laughs> then we're living in a goddamn mirror world. I don't want to live in that world, Jose. Let's talk about comic books. Get the fuck out of here. 
The problem with comic books is the ink comes off on your hands. Every time you turn the page, you have to wash your hands. So, Batman the Drowned. Which is the 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 metal tie-in with the Wonder, not Wonder, the, the Aqua Woman Batman. Because in that world, um, everyone's just gender rolled or flip. That's all. That, that's their big twist. And so, like, when she even comes up, she's like, oh, that's Aquaman. He must be like, okay, I get it. This world's gimmick is the chicks are dudes. <laughs> that was kind of funny because, you know, to her, we're gender rolled, flipped, or whatever. But in her world, Atlantis rises up, drowns the world, and to combat this, uh, Bryce Wayne, that's the lady, Bruce Wayne, uh, has a robot. No, no, no. Yeah. Bryce Wayne? Yeah. Bryce Wayne, yeah, yeah. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> the surface world and around the planet. She had a robot perform a bunch of surgery on her to turn to like a like a Atlantean hybrid thing, and she came and she killed the fuck out of Aquaman, and then the creepy Joker Batman pulled her into his war, and it's fucking cool. It was pretty cool. Shut it down, Bryce Wayne. Bryce Wayne, fucking dope. So good. So good. Uh, let's see. The Optimus, Optimus Prime first strike. Um, tie-in was of all these first strike tie-ins, the most tie-in-y. It's just like, hey, this is what some other characters are doing during the first issue, and I'm kind of okay with that. Yeah, because like the the Rom and the Micronauts one have just been like, hey, it's the pilot for their new series. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Very little to do with actually what's happening in the story. Where this ended up being, I felt like it was more like a like a revolutionary's book because you had yeah. uh, Centurion and Black Rock and all that shit. I'm on board. I like all those characters. Uh, things are really cool. They brought in like not only Mike Power, but they made Hearts of Steel canon. That's kind of rad. Pretty fucking clever. Uh, although I don't like the excessive use in this issue of Optimus Prime without his mouth plate. That's always going to be weird looking to me with like that old G1 head sculpt. It's very odd. Yeah, uh, I always forget that he has a mouth under there. Yeah, that's because they should show it like only when he's drinking something. Like otherwise, close that shit up. Unselling. No one likes it. It's like watching, like looking at your mom with her top off. Like, Ugh, don't do that. Put that away. It's no good. Uh, Spider Gwen has the Venom symbiote now. That's a thing. Super. I call it Gwenum. <laughs> I like that. I like that better than Bryce Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> Think about no this book. It is uninteresting anymore. Gwenum. Uninteresting. Gwenum. Gwenum. <laughs> that shit is on the cover. Big letters. It says Gwenum. Yeah, I'm sticking with it because I still. There's parts of the book I like, but then it's kind of just spinning its wheels, it feels. That's over. the thing. It's just spinning its wheels. I like the fact that it doesn't... The, that Marvel Universe is not a cookie-cutter Marvel Universe. It's probably, like, the most different of all the alternate worlds, you know? Like, yeah. And that's kind of cool. I like that, but nothing's happening. Like, until, you know, Gwenham. <laughs> And if I think even I might even be more forgiving if the Gwenum design was a little more interesting. Like the design is very very boring. Coming off of uh, all the really cool shit in that Venomverse, like that lame ass Gwenum look is not is no fun. I don't like it. But uh, let's see. We had a uh, Lost Light number ten came out, part one of the Mutineers trilogy. So it's that piece of shit getaway. 
and all of his boys who fucked off and mutinied against the captains and where the fuck they've been. And I just hope all of them die. <laughs> Shit. They're all the fucking worst. But it's uh, First Aid and the Protectobots coming back to the Lost Light after the events in Combiner Wars because this book is still pretty far in the past compared to the other ones because shit goes slowly in this book. And First Aid's like, hey, where's everyone? And they're all feeding them all these bullshit lines. And then, you know, the truth comes out and the end reveal is really fucking dark and heartbreaking. I'm not going to ruin it because Kelly's really far behind. <laughs> Fucked up, though. Speaking cool. of, of that, I... Uh... In the hardcovers, a new one came out, so I am like halfway through the Dark Cybertron crossover. Right on. That is crazy batshit banana pants. Dark Cybertron. Yeah, no, I, I, I enjoyed when the Death Wave came out of the, the Necro Titan. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> that was like the current writers going back and saying, fuck it, all that Furman shit counts. Yeah. That's all that was. It was so weird. Um, and last thing I'll talk about is Killer Be Killed, number 13, um, because it's really good. Yeah, it is. Really fucking good. Um, I like that the the, narr- uh, the narrator, which is like the main character, is narrating the book. And he's like, he's constantly apologizing for not getting to the big action sequence we saw in the first issue fast enough. Which is kind of weird. Like, look, look, I promise we're going to explain why and how I'm shooting all these guys. Don't worry. We're, we're going to get there, but like, I got to tell you this shit first for all that makes sense. <laughs> and the hook of the book at first was guy tries to kill himself, doesn't die, and then a demon kind of lays claim to his soul and says, hey, kill for me or else you're going to die. But now it's like, maybe he was just crazy, but then he finds his drawings that his dad did where his dad drew the same demon, and dad had another son who killed himself, and his dad killed himself. It's like, I'm not, I'm no writer, guys. I think there might be some shit going on in this story. There might be something, something that you call themes. Might, might, might be some layers to this onion. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> but I, what I really want, I want the prints of his dad's artwork so bad. Oh, they're beautiful. So fucking cool. That's it's all Sean Phillips. You know, who yeah. just has this incredible range in his style, like the. One of the chicken sacrifices is really cool, but like the crazy blood orgy one that comes up from time to time is amazing. It was my iPad wallpaper for a minute, but Nicole was like, you have to change that. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> like, fine, you're not my supervisor, but whatever. It's cool. But yeah. Um, if you are for every reason are fucking around and not reading that, I think the second trade just came out. You should get on that. It's a lot of fun. It's really cool. Yeah, it's really worth picking up. It's, it's great. Uh, yeah, what do we got, Kelly? Uh, not much. Like I said, I've been reading through the, uh, Dark Cybertron story. That's been good. Um, trying to think of stuff that came out last week. Nothing was, like, super, super memorable. I did read the first volume of the current Venom series, because I didn't read that initially. What The hook that got me was when Stegron showed up. Yeah. And But now that I've gone back and read the first volume, I enjoyed that quite a bit. That's when he's got, like, the, like, the special forces guy, right? Yeah. Okay, now, I did not read the the Space Knight book. So like, did they ever show why he left Flash? I stopped reading by that point because he stopped being in space and I said this is bullshit. I signed up for Venom in space. Ah. Yeah. And it also tied in with Civil War 2. 
Oh, that's a big problem. And I wasn't going to mess with that nonsense. Yeah, so I showed up in Spectacular Spider-Man last week. Yeah. Like, you know, he wishes he was Venom again. And like, I, I, I kind of reminded him, like, oh, yeah. What the fuck happened there? Yeah, no, at, at some point in a Civil War II crossover, he lost the symbiote. And I'm not sure how or why. Huh. All right. Because, like, I, I read up to, like, issue eight of Space Knight. And then he stopped. He was like, "We're going to Earth," and I said, "I'm not." <laughs> and I stopped reading that book. Fucking bold move, Kelly Harris. Because <laughs> you know what? I signed up for that book to watch Venom fight lava monsters in space while wearing a robot suit. Yep. But then you know it's not Flash Thompson anymore, and then Venom starts finding dinosaur men in the sewers, and Kelly's like, "I'm back in, baby." Yep. <laughs> oh, that shit was great. It really was. <laughs> I especially love the last issue when they're, the dinosaur dudes are eating the moloid. Oh, it's like, guys, stuff. I've never only I've never seen just one of these guys. And <laughs> yeah, a like, you know giant what monster seen? bursts through the wall. <laughs> but I'm like, no, I've never seen a moloid. <laughs> uh, so good. Venom's great. Uh, and then, so I have been catching up on some wrestling I've been behind on. And I finally got to finish watching uh, Game Changer Wrestling's Nick Gage Invitational 2. And a whole boy was that ever a deathmatch tournament. Game Changer Wrestling, the guys behind Joey Janela's spring break. Joey Janela was, in fact, on the card in a non-tournament match facing off against Teddy Hart. A few things make me uncomfortable, like the words deathmatch tournament. It was a lot of light tubes, a lot of broken light tubes. Um, at one point, after a first round match, uh, they showed they like they show replays, and then they, you know they go to the next match. But after the replays, they showed a bit in the back where they were showing Marcus Crane. I think it was his back or maybe his arm. I wasn't sure because it was kind of a close up. But he was just missing a chunk of himself. Ugh. And like they, it, it was like you know the kind of gash where it just it doesn't even bleed anymore. It's yeah, just a hunk missing. The best, the best part was when you just hear someone ask, "Do you want me to take you to the emergency room?" <laughs> like, yes, take him to the emergency room, please. He's missing a hunk. <laughs> I remember watching the typical the hunk, Fox, uh, the Fox and Killshot match. Oh yeah, and he bounces off that gurney, and there's just a chunk of him left on the gurney. And I'm like, fuck, man, <laughs> so gnarly. But yeah, the uh, the finals to the Nick Gage Invitational were Nick Gage versus Matt Tremont in a nice cosplay for the win. In a light tube, and <laughs> the for, for the first time ever, a concrete death match where the entire ring mat was covered with cinder blocks. This seemed like a really bad idea, you guys. It was Matt Tremont's final death match tournament appearance where he was victorious. <laughs> when he's like, I'm going to be competing under relaxed rules from now on? <laughs> he's like, I'm never doing this again. That he's the most decorated deathmatch wrestler in America, winning seven tournaments total. Jesus. There's a reason why he's got a weird thing on his forehead oh, that I'm just sure. never 
fully heals. He's pretty much Smart. just constant. He's pretty much just constantly busted open forever. But his mom is super proud. <laughs> yeah, I was telling my mom last night. I'm like, you, you know, be the best. I'm glad I'm not a wrestler, because I'd probably be a deathmatch wrestler. Because I'm stupid, and I think what go like light tubes are cool. You're better so than be that, me. Kelly. <laughs> Cause I'm a dummy, and I would like you know you know what'll get over, just fucking hit me with this light too. <laughs> and some other pricks like, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, just the other day, I was talking to my wife, and I was mentioning how Kelly has become down down low one of the funniest people we know. So you're better you're better than that, Kelly. You're n- you're not a dummy. <laughs> you're you're a, you're a smart boy. With a good future, you don't need to eat light tubes for a living. Please don't. Oh, God. What? There was a non-tournament match on the show. It was uh, Brandon Kirk versus Jimmy Lloyd. Oh, Jimmy and, Lloyd, that scumbag. <laughs> yeah. And that was one of the most reckless matches I've ever seen, where they're just hitting each other with light tubes harder than I've ever seen anyone hit a person with light tubes. And just glass is showering into the crowd. Just chunks of light tubes just flying it like six rows into the audience. But I will say my favorite moment of the entire show was Nick Gage is making his entrance in the finals. And there is like he stop he's he makes his way through the crowd, and there's this girl who just looks like you would expect her to just be the preppiest girl in your high school. Like, she is probably just there with her boyfriend, or maybe she's into it. I don't know. But she just, you're like, you're a leader of the volleyball team. And Nick Gage high-fives her, and you see her immediately look at her hand when he comes <laughs> back, and you know it must just be full of blood. Oh, She, like, refuses to touch anything else with it, and she's just like, yeah! And it's just, her hand is just there. <laughs> like, oh, oh, I'm not having fun anymore. <laughs> like... And it, it was probably, I'm guessing it had to be, it was bloody, because in the semifinals, he was leaking like he was Mr. Orange from Reservoir Dogs. Oh, God. Like, there was just, I, I don't know what he was doing in between his first round and second round matches, but he must have just been sitting in the back, just not bandaging himself up, just leaking out of his stomach, because the front of his pants were just covered in blood. I always come back to whenever we have these conversations, it's like it can't be worth what they're getting paid. <laughs> like the insurance co pays alone cannot cover what they're getting fucking paid to do this nonsense. Well, judging from the fact Nick Gage was in prison a few years back for robbing a bank, I'd say no. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. MDK gang, murder, death, kill. That, that's what you're rolling with Nick Gage. Oh my god! I fucking love that guy because you know he's legit. <laughs> yeah, no, that's real as fuck. <laughs> that's super and real. I will, my, I will say it, Nick Gage is one of my favorite Twitter follows because he'll say shit and then like you'll see it disappear and then his tweet will be like, you know, someone told me, a friend told me that my tweet would came off like domestic terrorism so I deleted it. <laughs> <laughs> <And> DK. <laughs> 
Oh my god. And then like all of his mat all of his like tweets are just like about like promoting matches. It's like, yo, real shit, this is gonna be great. This guy's insane, but fuck you, bitch. And it's all just that shit. Like it's the greatest ever. It's ridiculous. I love Nick Cage. <laughs> Nonsense. How about you, Tom? Any comics this week? What's going on? For the comics, it's actually uh been doing a lot of ordering for the project that I'm working on. So a lot of Battle Mania. Uh, that's coming tomorrow, so I can't wait to thumb through that. That was WWE's comics, or WWF at the time, uh, the early 90s. So 91 to 92, they had five issues. I and, didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. WWF was in the comic business at one point, and just like women's wrestling, eventually they stopped, and then they got back in. Uh, so the first issue was with Ultimate Warrior, and then when they started doing it again in the mid-90s, uh, led by, unfortunately, for better or worse, the Ultimate Warrior as well. Uh, so I can't wait till that. I remember incident. those comics. Yeah. So it's going to get pretty crazy. I uh, started he, thumbing through the... Didn't WCW Ultimate Warrior comic. have sex with Santa Claus in one of those mid-90s comic books? <laughs> I believe it was a Christmas special, right, Kelly? Yes, it, yeah. it was. He didn't... Like have sex with him in the comic, but it Off was panel. very suggestive. Okay, he filled him full of rocket fuel. Yeah, took him to parts <laughs> unknown. I'm gonna blast you to the moon tonight, Santa. <laughs> Santa Claus. <laughs> but yeah, I'm also thumbing through the WCW Marvels. So around 1992, uh, they released. A number of comics as well. So some of those are coming this way. It's interesting because Lex Luger is the main villain of the comics. So this is built around Luger and right around episode, excuse me, I almost said episode three, but uh, episode, I said it again, uh, <laughs> volume three or four or number three or four, issue three or four. Uh, he actually left the company. So they had to revamp. And so it was really interesting uh, to see where this goes. Again, all these comics are really out of print. Uh, I won't say they're necessarily hard to get to or hard to obtain, uh, but some people want to raise the price as if I'm buying Superman number one. <laughs> Yo, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, so it's like, listen, guys, we know what this is. I'm only paying X amount. So this uh, $200 stuff, that's for the birds. Samoa Joe's writing a, a WWE comic for Boom coming up soon. And then, you, nice. Tom, you know about Headlocked, right? Headlocked, uh, what is that? Is that the comic no, series? No, I do not. Oh, Kelly, you need to school Tom on some Headlocked. Please do. <laughs> I've actually never read Headlocked. I've never read it either, but it is it is <laughs> one of the the most well-known wrestling comics out there right now. And, and uh Dude, Michael Kingston is the creator, and he gets a lot of actual wrestlers to submit stories and do art and shit like that. And he always has them hanging out at his booth at Comic-Con. And it's it's essentially a uh, soap opera following the the career of, of a wrestler through coming up through the ranks. Yeah, I see it here. A gritty coming-of-age story set in the world of wrestling. There you so. go. Oh, and covers by Jerry Lawler. Yeah. Apparently. Oh, that's interesting. They look pretty cool. Yeah, Jerry's actually a pretty good artist. And I do remember in, uh, 
you know, like NWO era, maybe post NWO era, but still WCW. Mm. Kevin Nash had a comic book where yes, he was like he, riding, he was riding a giant tank. Got that first issue. <laughs> uh, Chaos Comic Undertaker series. Oh yeah, we fought Kane. Yeah, there's fucking been a lot of wrestling comics. You guys, I'm on Nick Gage's Twitter right now, and it's delightful. <laughs> delightful. I don't know. Three hours know. ago, Nick Cage. Nick Gage says. I'm in the mood to commit voluntary manslaughter or murder this weekend. I need the MDK crew to be there. Let's fucking go. <laughs> and then three hours ago, Nick Cage tweeted, We're going to find the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> this is a picture of me swinging a steel chair at Haku's fucking skull. I swung that shit hard and he fucking ate it, so I did it again, MDK. <laughs> LOL. There's oh. a picture of him with the faces of fear, and he goes, these dudes are bad as fuck, and they were awesome. I loved fighting them, and I want to do it again. Faces of fucking fear, MDK gang affiliated. <laughs> he got that 280 character tweet going. <laughs> and there's no punctuation. Just none oh, I got it. That's how you read it. I know yeah. how you read, dog. I got you. <laughs> it's so like a, he's a fucking reprehensible scumbag. It's like a yes. Chrisley email. I'm pretty sure Ricky Shane Page is ducking me. That's how it looks. This dude ain't about that life. I'm just being honest. MDK gang affiliated. <laughs> is it hashtag MDK gang? Nope. Just MDK gang affiliated. <laughs> that is gross. Looking at him, he reminds me of Gigi Allen. I can see that. Talking about a upcoming Matt Riddle versus Teddy Hart match. Hope these dudes throw fists at each other's face. Don't sleep on my boy Teddy. He's got a screw loose, MDK. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh. He, guys, he tweeted out, about to fuck up New Orleans, real fucking talk, MDK, JJSB, Nick Gage is going to be at Joy Janela's spring break. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Do you, do you hear it? Do you hear the smile on Kelly's face right now? <laughs> All right, I've been watching this dude, Darby Allen. Pretty sure he, <laughs> this dude is fucked in the head, which means I'm going to like this match. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> oh, guys, I'm so excited for Joey Janelle's spring break, too. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, what do you got going on, Nice? Anything we're talking about? No, not a goddamn thing. Got that, got that jock itch under control though. <laughs> Gold bond, son. Gold no, bond. no, no. Had to go, had to go a little extra strength than that. Hardcore. Yeah. Oh my god, I found go, the best uh, one. Adamantium gold. Got, I wrestled yeah. Jerry Lawler like eight years ago, and I smashed him with a steel chair like three times, and he was cool with it. Weird dude, though, MDK. <laughs> Weird dude, though, <laughs> likes to jerk off into chocolate and peanut butter shoes. <laughs> uh, you still wake Jose? What's up, man? Nothing. You and, uh, your lady <laughs> watching Angel? <laughs> no, but I'm back for the week, so I'm sure we're gonna throw down on something. Mm-hmm. Best bet. believe that. Vidor, I should be like you've been gone a long time. Throw down on something. Let's watch some Jag. We're <laughs> 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 gonna throw down on some wings. Fuck yeah. We'll have stories next week. I'll bet. Same after the show, dog. <laughs> uh, all right, man. That's the fucking show. I feel good about it. Thanks for hanging with us, Tom. 
Yeah, now, where can people uh, listen to the military? Mil, how? Why can I say this fucking word? <laughs> military Industrial Suplex podcast. The Military Industrial Suplex is on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. It's part of the Place to Be Nation and Pro Wrestling Only feed. Uh, so we're part of that family. And you can find me on Twitter at MIS Podcast. That's at MIS Podcast. Military Industrial Suplex at gmail.com. If for some reason you want to send me an, an email, Mahoney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your new number one fan. Good times. So, yeah. I once got airlifted out of DJ Hyde's mom's backyard, and I died in a death match. That shit was crazy. I'd do it again, too, MDK. (laughs) Follows it up. When I said I'd do it again, I meant die in a death match part. Not going to dude's mom's backyard. Too many weirdos in that place. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Uh, Email us. Popcast at panelsonpages.com or leave us a voicemail by calling 616-951- one pop had to take down my last tweet because my friend said it could be interpreted as making a terroristic threat my bad guys mdk <laughs> oh god <laughs> lmfao <laughs> <laughs> oh jesus christ all right yeah let's know what uh what movie you want us to watch again we're down to um uh little monsters monster squad or fuck what's the other one shit Spawn. Spawn. What? Spawn. 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 Okay, yeah. I don't know why I heard Bond. I'm like, what? Apparently, I'm having a mild stroke tonight. <laughs> Been Monst- trying to keep it to myself for a while now. A while now, but I gotta say it. Fuck Buffalo Wild Wings. That place is the worst for real. <laughs> I feel weird having to say traditional when I'm ordering wings because they think I might want chicken nuggets, aka boneless wings. <laughs> <laughs> And why is a small order of wings like $15? And why is there only nine wings in an order? I gotta pay like $20 to get more than 10 wings. <laughs> Man's got some hot takes. <laughs> some hot ass takes. They're pretty good points, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> they are just chicken nuggets. Oh, that's good. Uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central. We're going something. It'll be fun. Be good times. So, yeah. Join us then at uh, panels on page. No, fuck. YouTube.com slash panels on pages. For uh, Jason Nyes, Jose Guzman, Kelly Harris, and Tom Batista. I'm the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez. We'll talk to you guys next week. Good night. Love you. Bye.
wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, it though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. 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 Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.